welcome to Best Fit Careers with your host Saurabh Nanda, your podcast for all the information that you need to solve your career and education queries. Uh, today on Best Fit Careers, uh, I have invited Devain Pal Bansal, who was our uh, young professional mentee uh, since last year. And uh, we are so proud of uh, what he has been able to achieve. And that's what we wanted to share with you, uh, what his journey was like and uh, what he has achieved and how to enter the Web 3.0 space, because that's exactly what he's doing. Um, Devain, a very good student, uh, was doing the traditional things by, you know, getting into a good engineering college, in this case, Thapar. Uh, he pursued uh, mechanical engineering over there because he got bored with computer science engineering. Um, then in the third year of engineering, he decided to pursue UPSC. Uh, he wanted to, uh, you know, prepare for that, which he uh, thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, he went from Patiala to Chandigarh. But then again, it was not something that he truly uh, wanted to do for you know the rest of his life he got introduced to cryptocurrency through a friend and uh, he uh, started understanding the investment side of things and that's when he realized it's so much more he realized what web 3.0 is he, he understood what blockchain technology is and what all can it achieve he started to go deeper into it but the challenges were he couldn't really explain it to others in his life as to what he wants to do and why it is important and why it is a good uh, career option. So uh, secondly, what he did not understand is how to grow in this area, how to actually uh, take up the opportunities presented to him, how to reach the next level, how to communicate and how to present himself as somebody who's a very serious contender, serious professional in this space, especially because in this space, work experience doesn't really matter a lot because it's such a new space. So if you have the knowledge and the aptitude to build your knowledge base, you are somebody who's regarded highly. And that's what we discussed uh, and trained Devain on. Apart from that, we also worked a lot on his uh, soft skills, a lot on uh, the various parts uh, of his personality which require intellectual stimulation, which require uh, for him to take out uh, time for himself, reflect, uh, or have a personality which is holistically developed. And if you remember from last year, um, during the, the same uh, same time, uh, we had introduced SN Mentoring's young futurist, Zach Sangeet, who's uh, the world's youngest historian. This year, we would like to present to you uh, Devain Pal Bansal, who is SN Mentoring's young futurist for the year 2022. Hi, Devain. How are you? Hi, what's up? I'm good, I'm good. You tell me, uh, how's your life, uh, Mr. Busy B? So, it's been exciting. Working in crypto is really exciting. It never stops. So, every week, something new is happening. So, yeah, it's busy. Awesome. And we're going to go deep into it today. Uh, talk about crypto and all the other things that you're doing. All right. So, uh, Devin, I've introduced you a little bit, but uh, I would also like you to introduce yourself uh, a little bit, uh, especially the, uh, you know, the last two years, as I like to call them, the pandemic years or the COVID-19 years. Um, what did you do in the last two years? How were they for you personally, professionally and so on? So last two years have been a really exciting journey of discovering myself. So like on the professional end, I was a totally misfit in my college doing engineering. On the weekends, I was going for UPSC preparations. Then as the pandemic hit, I started doing trading. And then, you know, 
going the whole journey of crypto and now into being a full-time blockchain uh, tech researcher so yeah that's been the professional end on the personal end i did hit some goals i used to be like 110 kgs so i reduced my weight to like 70 kgs now and i also found some things i'm passionate about mostly traveling and i have also like take off the most you know doable road trips of every indian leladak and spiti so yeah it two years have been good wow so when is your youtube channel coming out i mean with your life story like that <laughs> you'll get a lot of views i guess <laughs> So yeah people do say me uh, that you know you should start vlogging but somehow i feel that while capturing a lot on lens you miss out on the real experience so i don't do that much all right that's a very mature comment great okay so um just to uh, you know help everyone understand this uh, what do you do uh, professionally devin right now you you explained uh, a little bit about you know blockchain uh, so what exactly is it that you do and you know you please try and be as uh, uh, i would say uh, simplistic <laughs> so that everyone gets the point as, as possible so blockchain uh, what mostly people understand about blockchain is cryptocurrencies which is a very small subset of what you know blockchain is blockchain itself is a technology and like every technology it has you know ways to work around in its you know specific domain so my main goal is to you know understand how different projects or how different softwares work you know using this technology and what are the trade offs what can be like better things to do for security better things to do for you know making a better user centric product and yeah so that's basically what my research is focused at all right okay and uh, but but that means you not only deal with cryptocurrency but also other products can you give us examples of some other uh, layers which are uh, you know you are involved in so other products uh, so yeah so cryptocurrencies like currencies just uh, you know one specific thing something used uh, to pay for something but what are you paying for is a service that service can be a product in itself for example if you are using uniswap so it's a service of trading if you are using aave it's a service of lending and borrowing much like you do with a bank and if you are using one of our products uh, known as bunji it's a service to transfer funds from one chain to another so yeah these are all products which you know suit a purpose and which are paid for in the token or the cryptocurrency which people mostly know okay so you said our product so where are you working right now so i am working at socket so we are uh, about 8 months old we are a startup who is uh, working in the interoperability space okay and interoperability between what between various chains so uh, as i said blockchain is a technology and every blockchain has a specific use case to it so due to uh, having multiple blockchains there needs to be some way to communicate between these blockchains you can think of it as web servers so amazon has their own web servers and you know google has their web servers and how do these web servers communicate with each other is what we do that is what is called as interoperability all right and uh, so do you guys also deal with nfts and what are nfts so nfts is basically the word itself stands for non fungible so non fungible is basically just a fancy word to call out the fact that this does not have a replacement fungible means the two things are same 
for example if i have a 10 rupee note so any other 10 rupee note is similar to the one i have and holds the same value so it's a fungible thing similarly uh, if i you know get into crypto each and every ethereum is replaceable with itself so that is fungible but calling something out non fungible means that it has a unique character now that unique character can be a picture i clicked that can be a video or a you know song i record or maybe this interview which is like unique to us so this thing can be converted into a non fungible token on the chain which will give it an identity and an ownership so yeah so it's a very easy way to gain ownership over your assets all right very interesting and uh, you guys work on it right so we don't work on nfts as i said we are a infrastructure and nft is like one of the use cases which can be fulfilled with that infrastructure okay all right and uh, what is defi and you know how do you work on it or are you working on it or does socket work on it so defi is basically as the word stands for decentralized finance now what does decentralized mean in the financial world so basically like for example if i have to make a payment to anyone so i will be maybe using my google pay which will be trusting a bank at the back end to send you funds so making this decentralized basically means removing that trust into a bank and trusting like all the peers in the network so that is how the thing gets decentralized and the nearest query i have to this is if someone has used torrents so in torrents each and every computer is like you know uploading a movie and downloading a movie so yeah, that is how you get a decentralized network in just this case we are not uh, downloading a movie we are just maintaining a ledger of sending payments to one another okay i don't know what you're talking about when you say torrents and downloading movies but but i understand the concept <laughs> um so <laughs> so why are uh, why i'm asking all these things is because these are very common terms which are you know floating around uh, the internet and uh, otherwise a lot and uh, people might not understand them now what i want to know is how do you make money out of this so how as like every product you know makes money out of giving out a service for example a bank makes a specific amount of you know percentage whenever they are processing a certain amount of uh, you know loan or a payment so for example if i talk about ave so you can take a loan from it and you can you know put in money so that they can refresh those loans so they keep a certain percentage of it for themselves so if a product is doing a lot of trading and it has a lot of trading volume so they'll take a certain percentage of you know the amount you trade with so it's very similar to traditional markets but uh, yeah okay all right so basically there are a lot of digital products and since there are digital products uh, there is a market for them and people who use those products will in some way or form pay for them and that is why there is uh, this entire ecosystem of commerce which is happening based on blockchain and the various layers developed on it yeah exactly okay all right interesting now devain how did you get interested in this how did you get introduced to it and what happened there so much like most of the people get introduced to it is as an investment vehicle so that is how i got started into it i got into trading and then i expanded my horizon into trading various cryptocurrencies but i was still curious about you know a lot of use cases which are happening and uh, like basically how they work 
so in that you know search to fulfill that curiosity i started digging deep into it and then i realized that okay this is not an investment vehicle this is in fact a technology which is used for a lot of things so then i wanted to understand what this technology is and you know dive deep into how it works and uh, that's been like the start of my journey into like uh, you know blockchain research and expanding into it today then i realized there are a lot of sectors into it as you mentioned defi and nfts there are many more sectors and then after like studying a few sectors i basically made a conviction about what i'm doing today all right just cross chain okay all right so um you got introduced as an investor uh, but transitioning into a career where you know you're you're an engineer uh, and then uh, you were preparing for upsc and then uh, you know which are very traditional and uh, very uh, uh, impressive options uh, already uh, how did you convince your parents or family and other people around you in your life that this is what i want to do because explaining this might have been a herculean task yeah so that's a very interesting story which has a lot of hurdles in it and obviously you were a big help throughout that <laughs> but the main thing is that uh, traditional paths are something you know what your families have already seen and feel safe for you to follow even if you know upsc is a very hard exam so obviously not everyone can crack it but it still feels a very safe path for your family so they obviously push you for it but now when you come out of the blue and suddenly say that you want to you know get into something which is like not even a, which does not even have a designation like blockchain tech researcher is like a designation i made for myself so yeah so that was a very hard thing and obviously in blockchain which has a lot of skepticism around it being you know uh, for drug abuse or all those things so yeah that was a very hard thing and what i learned in the end was they won't understand it till i make it so yeah it's no use explaining them uh, it's like just show them the results okay all right well it's always going to be a tough journey because everyone's circumstances are different right but i'm so glad that you uh, were able to do that and uh, i believe now your family is quite supportive and encouraging yeah see uh, even like that is also i think a learning curve for them so when they come from you know having a conservative thought about how to do things and how a career should be and then looking me succeeding into you know something very different so it's a learning curve for them also to come from like that space to what i'm doing now and i think like they are reaching it all right good to know that so devin um see essentially every career uh, what what i believe is that every career uh, space or domain uh, has fundamentals which have been created since the industrial revolution so uh, as we discussed earlier you know the web 3.0 space is is built on the foundations uh, of web 2.0 which was built on web 1.0 and so on and so forth you know there is a marketplace uh, there is a customer uh, there is a service which needs to be provided and ultimately that is how things work um to transition into web 3.0 what were some of the skills that you got or you already had uh, from your formal education be it at school level or you know your engineering uh, studies in thapar or uh, your upsc prep uh, that you were doing from a coaching center what are some of the things that you learned from those areas which helped you transition into web 3.0 so i would say the biggest role was played by the upsc preparation because when you are you know going into engineering and preparing for the toughest exam you can see which is like je 
then you are then you have a very narrow scope into things you don't know much outside of physics chemistry or mathematics but getting into upsc was like an expansion into horizon of you know how different things in the world are working how they have an impact on you know the people the government the geopolitics of things and that was like a very good experience to you know have understand the impact things can make down the line because um, public policies are not something which make impact immediately you have to like have a very far sighted view of things so yeah so that played the most important role on the college front i'll say like i was not very attentive in college but i don't think it played a very big role because i feel the education system is like you know a bit far on what we, how fast we are coming into new things so yeah upsc prep is i think the best one all right okay so the coaching industry actually helped you more than in the college that's uh, not very surprising isn't it because that is that's an ecosystem which is very flexible they are keeping up to date and the the teachers and the instructors are uh, i would say very accessible and so on yes i think that is true because uh, if if i just talk about you know technology so the rate at which technology changes is like very exponential the things which happened like in a decade three decades ago happened in like a few years and now maybe a few months so changing the whole curriculum at such a pace i don't think is very easy for you know an be a national education level thing but small uh, you know small tutors uh, all those certificates which are coming online these days those are like pretty up to date and you know do tell you how the industry is evolving right so uh, divain uh, you told me that uh, you did a, a few certifications as well uh, how did those certifications help you so those certifications i think certifications give you you know a certain amount of structure while you are doing you know many things from the youtube you can learn a lot of things but you get the knowledge but you somehow you know miss out how to connect the dots between that knowledge so the structure provided by certifications help a lot so i did like a certification from cornell and you know mit and to my surprise they were quite in depth and you know went very well in the intricacies of you know how this technology works and that helped me you know set myself apart from a lot of people who did not understand those basic points and you know i was able to excel very nice and uh, what other certifications are you looking forward to i i believe we discussed a bit about risk management and since you're working on the infrastructure side now uh, you know uh, how does that play into this thing are you planning for something like that so right now i am uh, keeping eye out for any financial courses because that is also something you know i want to keep doing on the side i feel that i'm like in very early in my journey so even my uh, full time job is like a learning in itself and on the side also i want to keep learning and adding certifications because you never know how two years down the line my passions might change or you know anything can happen so yeah i want to keep my options open ex- keep exploring things i like oh very nice so we've discussed quite a bit about uh, you know your professional side of things i mean uh, uh, from a very technical hard skill point of view um what about soft skills divan like what were the kind of skills that you needed and you developed during this journey so that you know you could reach uh, this uh, place where you are right now uh, what kind of uh, things that you needed maybe on the uh, you know personal uh, side as as we like to call it intellectual stimulation what are some of those uh, other areas of intellectual stimulation which kept you going 
so number one i think i had no idea how to think about things so i uh, you know uh, started reading a lot of books just to get an idea you know get into the loop of how to think how to write about stuff then writing itself was a big challenge i did not know how to write uh, i still writing is like a very iterative process i take inputs from a lot of people but yeah writing was something you encouraged me to do and writing has been like the core to all my research and you know i have how i have elevated through it then talking to people going to you know random places making a space for your own self because like you can be at a party you can be at a conference you can be you know at a group tour with friends but how to make a space for your own self in that group and how to connect with various people how to get into a group how to get out of a group how to get into a conversation getting out of a conversation all these are very very small things but yeah they add up like compound to a lot all right and and what about uh, interview skills resume uh, negotiation uh, have you uh, like been abreast with that how did you learn those so those those were something which were totally not in my scope till you introduced them to me so building a resume was like a totally new experience uh, though resume is like a very subjective thing in web3 people uh, hardly ask for your resume they mostly like look at your work and what you have done but yeah i do feel that resume is a very important piece of you know document which helps you get into like the courses you want to do and if you want to like get into a college again so yeah that's a very important piece of thing handling interview pressure is a totally new ball game because until and unless you are you know about to click that join button in the meeting you won't feel that pressure but yeah once you do that there is a lot of pressure on you know what is going to be asked you how how the flow is going to be maybe you don't know something how to handle the pressure of not knowing something so all those things yeah they matter a lot all right very nice i'm i'm so glad that you know you've you've matured so much into it and i'm pretty sure now you can actually guide a lot of other uh, young enthusiasts like yourself uh, budding uh, you know professionals in this space and and more yeah. So I was just talking about Devin. You you're a very passionate uh, photographer as well, and uh, you're a biker. Um, so how is that going for you? Um, can you like you initially told us about Leh Ladakh and Spiti Valley? Uh, how do you manage that? Uh, what has been one of some of your most memorable experiences? So those experiences are one of their kinds because they you know obviously tell you about your human limits. and when you go to a tour you meet a lot of different people and i have found out that connecting to people while traveling is one of the best experiences you can learn from because in a setup like this you are meeting someone for a very less time you have no background or hopes of you know meeting them in future so you present a very true self of your over there and those stories you know uh, add up to a lot of life lessons so the all the stories all those late night guitar songs we have played together in minus 20 temperatures riding on snow falling with different people you know riding on different terrains getting a close call every day then recalling those close calls while we are having you know chai at 14000 feet all those experiences are one of you know their kind and i think uh, they add up a lot to your you know prof- uh, personal confidence about what you can do and yeah 
all right uh, can you uh, share with us uh, some trip uh, that you know uh, you did uh, or anybody else who can go on such trips um, organized by some groups or companies or something like that so yeah royal enfield keeps doing a lot of trips uh, like even while we are speaking a few of their tours are on the way one of my friend also repeated the tour he went to nepal for 16 days did an incredible ride so royal enfield is a good one tripophilia you can find a lot of tours over there and basically just you know go to youtube search road trips find a road trip circuit go to google uh, you know just name it out you will find a lot of companies already doing that so that is how i find group to group tours go there with my gear ride the bike for a week come back all right and just to tell everyone actually divain participated in a uh, what was it astral view uh, trip astral to kargil astral ride lezanskar astral ride yes lezanskar astral ride organized by royal enfield and that was a magical experience all right um divain i just uh, thank you so much for being here uh, i just want to ask you a couple of last questions um first is uh, if you had a chance all right if you had a chance to actually implement something in our formal education system uh, you know having observed or having lived this journey for a, a couple of years now what would you change uh, how would you encourage this in young students let's say you know starting at the age of uh, 11 12 how can they get into it what what should they focus on how can schools introduce these things in their curriculum so on the school and i would say like they should be very open to experimentation do like third party partnerships which you know introduce interesting you know different kind of uh, uh, what's that called courses different kind of courses and those courses are not necessarily like your computer classes those can be art or photography those can be like anything which is like very specific to what people can experiment into and try and fail at their own pace on the college friend the biggest blocker i feel is once someone you know goes into an engineering college he does not have a lot of option to move out of engineering i did not like computer science but all the other option i had was you know move to another engineering field i think that is a very limiting factor uh, there should be like multi disciplines you can shift to which indian curriculum system is lacking like massively which a lot of western colleges and you know universities have moved ahead of so because a lot of students and my friends who have gone out have like changed their majors a couple of times and those major changes have been across disciplines whereas all the options we get over here is like choose another stream in your discipline absolutely that's very relatable um also the vein so once somebody goes through these experiences uh, you know after the uh, education system provides you that um how important do you think is self awareness understanding yourself and what is relevant for you uh, in in this entire process of you know uh, choosing a particular career pathway i think that is the most important thing until and unless you can define what so about self awareness i think self awareness is the most important thing until and unless you can define what makes you happy Uh, no career can fulfill you because end of the day it comes to you know going to bed happy getting up excited to do what you do and if your career is not doing either of those then i think you need to you know step back reflect on things and then maybe you know not be afraid to start over if you think okay we are not like we are not going in the right path awesome 
Divin, we are all so proud of uh, you know who you've become and your and the transformative uh, journey, your dedication during that entire process that we uh, had for you. Uh, it has been such a heartening uh, you know experience to see you grow, and we wish you all the best for the future. We uh, hope to see you scale new heights, uh, enjoy life, and define yourself as as the unique person you are. Thank you. So before you go, uh, would there be any one line message that you would like to give to the world to make the world a better place so there is something we you know call out a lot in adventure touring which is find your lane and stick to it which basically means that you you know you just have to experiment with things find out you know what makes you happy what is your passion don't have to justify it to anyone and you know and still be open to starting over things amazing i think uh, that's just perfectly fitting in this entire conversation uh, thank you so much devain for being here thank you thank you for listening to the best fit careers podcast we would love to hear from you so please provide your comments feedback and questions to us through email or messages on our social media please subscribe to us and like our episodes if you found value in them and share them with others who may benefit from this information best fit careers has been designed to provide you the best information possible to solve your career queries this podcast is the culmination of years of experience and thousands of hours of counseling research and guidance sessions please find more amazing information at the sn mentoring online publication see you in the next episode happy careers to you